0: Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the Steelers Wire podcast powered by USA Today Sports. Now, your host, Ryan O'Leary and Steelers Wire editor, Kurt Popejoy.
1: All right, welcome to the program. I'm excited to be joined again for this opening segment by Luke Easterling, editor of USA Today's Draft Wire and also the Bucks Wire. Luke, the big news in Steelers' country this week is running back James Conner signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, so he is a 2017 third round pick of the Steelers. And uh, that's kind of where the Steelers like to get their running backs, right? They'll go in the middle rounds. They picked up Anthony McFarland in the fourth round last year. Le'Veon Bell was a second rounder in 2013. So. There's going to be a lot of hype now, I think, behind the Steelers going running back uh, for good reason, and I mean, especially if they don't feel like McFarlane's the guy. Uh, maybe he's not ready. I, I mean, how could he be? He didn't get a ton of touches last year. You know, a Najee Harris or a Travis Aachen or or one of these guys would be a slight departure from the norm for them, right? So... Uh, that would be interesting. Do you think they will bite and go uh, running back in round one? Maybe something they don't do very often.
2: Yeah, I think it's a tough spot for them, and, and a lot of it has to do with what else they need. I mean, if it was you know, maybe some previous Steelers teams that were a bit younger and a bit more solid at very key positions, I could see them taking the luxury pick like a running back in the top 25. But, man, it's just hard for me to stomach – taking a running back in, in today's NFL, you know, where you, you feel like you can get value beyond that in other picks when you need offensive tackles on both sides, really, you need quarterback help. You need edge rushers. You just lost Bud Dupree in free agency. You need somebody across from TJ Watt. Like you just lost Steven Nelson. You need corner help, like all these premium positions where it's hard to find really good players. That's what you need to be spending first round picks on. And listen, I love Najee Harris. I am a huge Najee Harris fan, have been his whole career. I think he's a stellar prospect and will be a very important player at the next level. I just don't know if the Steelers are the type of team. I love the fit. I think he plays the game. He is a Pittsburgh Steeler type of player, man. You know, some teams, they have identities, and you can just point out prospects and be like, man, that looks like a Pittsburgh Steeler. Najee Harris is that kind of guy, so I get it. It's just hard for me to think that this team will actually pull the trigger on that. Like you said, given their history of where they like to invest in running backs, And the fact that they need help at a lot of other much more important positions in this game, I really feel like doesn't mean I'm not going to mock Najee (laughs) Harris to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 24, (laughs) which I absolutely am because I want to see it happen because that would just be a fun fit for me. But man, they need help. We didn't even talk about center. Pouncey's gone. They're going to, they're going to need somebody at center. And this is a great interior offensive line draft. They could use that pick on three or four different centers, or or maybe they hope that that guy slips to the second round, which is kind of what, how it happens in my mock draft. But Man, there's just so many other things that this team needs that it's really hard to to really actually see them pull the trigger on a running back in the top 25.
1: Yeah, and they kind of had a mass exodus on defense this year too, right? And there's going to be so many offensive guys, for good reason, going in the first round this year. A ton of quarterbacks, O-linemen, wide receivers, right? Like, there could be some good defensive players out there. Like, maybe... You know, Maybe they get a good edge rusher or something, you know, like maybe they go on that side of the football first and then target center in the second round and then go mid round for the running back thing. I, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if they had a running back, but I agree with you. I just think it's a little far fetched to think they'll go there in round one. Crazier things have happened, but what kind of stud defensive player could slip to them? There's got to be some some decent names.
2: Yeah, I think that it's most likely to happen um, on the edge. I, I think the edge rusher class, the value there. I don't think we see an edge rusher go in the top 10, really. If it does, maybe it's at 10 to Dallas. Yeah. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of value at 24 w- at that position. I think 24 might be a little too late to go offensive tackle because if you look at the teams picking right in front of them, you got, you know, as far up as really, I, I think 13 at, at, with the chargers could go tackle. They probably should 14 Minnesota could probably go tackle. 16, Arizona could go tackle, 17, you got the Raiders who just dismantled their entire offensive line and then gave traded all that all. money yeah, evidently got, to Colton just Miller. Tr-
1: just traded them all. Get rid of them.
2: Just <laughs> great. Just great. And then you got Miami at 18. If they don't go tackle earlier, they could go tackle there. You got Washington at 19 who absolutely needs a left tackle. You got the Bears at 20 that needed tackle. So it's a great offensive tackle class. India 21 needs a left tackle. The The Titans need a right tackle at 22. So all these teams right in front of them could take out all of that deep offensive line class. There's probably eight or nine guys that could be worthy of a first-round pick, but they could literally all be gone by the time you get to 24. So I think edge rusher is really where it's going to be, maybe a corner. I know the Steelers have a long history of loving corners in in the early rounds. Whether Whether they hit on them or not is another story. But, you know, they love big, long, athletic corner guys. So I, I feel like they could, they could go that route if there's a guy they like. Eric Stokes from Georgia, 6'1, long arms, 4'3 speed. That makes sense to me. But yeah, I, I think you're onto something in the fact that I don't know we'll see a defensive prospect until 8, 9, 10, which means you're pushing all those guys down the board. Uh, and again, with a lot of good offensive tackles in this class, wide receivers, you're hoping all those guys, there's going to be four or five quarterbacks at least, you know, in that range. It really helps a team like the Steelers if they do go defense because I think it's going to be like you said a lot of defensive talent and any other class would go a lot
1: earlier and the Steelers will find some wide receiver Luke in the fourth or fifth round they always do that ends up being a freaking stud I don't know how they do that thing they always do they're really good, good scouts at I never worry with the Steelers when it comes to evaluating talent so coming up next I check with the Sportsbook wires Marcus Mosier on some prop bets to look out for gonna be a really fun segment check us out we'll be right back All right, excited to be joined here by Marcus Mosier of the Sportsbook Wire. And Marcus, when we're talking about NFL draft prop bets, not a ton of value in the top two, I don't think. I think we know Trevor no, Lawrence no. is going to the Jags. We know Zach Wilson's going number two. That that thing's set in stone. Number three, though, is all over the place. I, Mac Jones is minus 250, which I, I was like, whoa, minus 250. Like, I know that there's been some reported interest there, but maybe it's a smokescreen by the 49ers. Justin Fields at +250, Trey Lance at +350. Do you think there's any value there in those guys or do you do you believe in the hype that Mac Jones is the 49ers guy at number 3? That would be a stunner.
3: Yeah, we've actually seen those odds from Mac Jones decrease a little bit. Just a couple weeks ago they were -400 and -350. Wow. So whoa, whoa. to see them down to -250 means there's some uncertainty here. So I think Trey Lance is the one that we need to keep an eye on when the trade of, you know, initially went down He was kind of the guy that I was circling as a potential target. It just makes sense to put him in that offense, have him sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a year, and then take over in 2022. We know that Trey Lance is another pro day coming up, and we know that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch will be there. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on those Trey Lance odds right now.
1: Another one, the Falcons at number four, another Hmm. absolute wild card. And I guess I shouldn't just say the Falcons because it's just the number four pick. you got to keep that yeah. in mind when you're betting the number four overall pick. But right now, the Falcons own that pick. We know they're probably shopping it or at least entertaining it. Who wants to give us a ridiculous haul to take our pick at number four? But are they going to finish the run at quarterback at number four? Are you going to take Kyle Pitts? Jamar Chase, you can get plus 1,200 odds on for Jamar Chase. Now, I know the Falcons – do the Falcons need Jamar Chase? Uh, he'd look good on that team i don't know if they need a yeah. wide receiver as yeah. much as they need other positions but plus 1200 for jamar chase plus 1600 for uh penny sewell like i don't know like there's some odds there at number four but it seems like maybe quarterback or kyle pitts is like the super favorite at four but i think there's some value there as well at number four
3: what what, the, what are the odds for kyle pitts right now plus 150 for pitts yeah i would jump on those odds because i, I do think kyle pitts is going to go there whether it's to Atlanta or potentially to a team that's trading up because I think Kyle Pitts is a generational tight end. Uh, I think he's just simply the best pass catcher in this class. So, could I see a team like even Carolina maybe making the move up to number 4 to grab somebody to put him with Sam Darnold? I think so. I think there's a good chance that Atlanta will just stay there and pick him because he might be the best player in the entire draft and that includes Trevor Lawrence. So, At plus 150, I really like those odds for Kyle Pitts.
1: He's going to have a lot of hype to live up to, isn't he, Marcus Pitts? It shouldn't be a problem. He's he's
3: that talented, (laughs) though. He's that good. I I don't think he'll have any problem looking up to it.
1: Well, speaking of uh, teams and fans who want Kyle Pitts, uh, the Cowboys at number 10. (laughs) So uh, Patrick Sertan... Is a guy that you've been tweeting about for I think two or three months now, Marcus. <laughs> th- uh, it seems longer than yeah, that. I think yeah. since October. Yeah, we know you want that guy. If it's not Pitts, mm-hmm. you want you want him. And I, I think he's he's probably the top corner in the in the class. He's the favorite to the Cowboys at plus one fifty. I kind of like that one. You put a hundred dollar bet on Sertan to the Cowboys at those odds. It pays back two fifty. It's a guy the Cowboys. We know they're linked to him. Uh, I don't know. That one seems. That, that seems like a gettable one. Sertan at plus 150 at number 10 for the Cowboys.
3: Yeah, the only thing you're really worried about is, will he get to the Cowboys at number 10? And I think he will. The teams that could potentially take him include the Panthers at eight and then the Broncos at nine. But both teams sign veteran corners as offseason. Mm-hmm. And then it basically comes down to, will the Cowboys be blown away by a trade offer if a team needs to come up and get a Justin Fields? We know the Cowboys would like to trade down if they can get a, a big haul but if they have to sit there and pick at 10, I can't see it being anybody other than Patrick Sertan. So I do like those odds.
1: All right, here's one for Raiders fans. Uh, this, is not, this is just one that you got to be like, uh, it just raises the red flag. It's like mm-hmm. the hint, hint. So there's a prop bet on Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman from USC. So it's minus 120, Marcus, for him to be picked number 17 or earlier. And then the odds are minus 110 to be picked 18th or later. Now, I don't see any value there, really, only to say uh, Vegas is kind of screaming at us that the Raiders are going to take Elijah Vera Tucker because there's a pivot point right there at number 17, right? So I don't know. I just kind of read between the lines. I think Vegas believes Vera Tucker from USC is the guy.
3: Well, and it's understandable, right? The Raiders have not been the uh, the tightest organization when it comes to leaking information they <laughs> listen they've got john cruden and mike mayock running all their decisions uh, on like TV to, right now and tell us yeah they, li- they like to talk to people i begin mean, mike mayock worked at the nfl network he like, he's got guys over there that he is talking to all the time so we're starting to see more and more mock drafts uh slot elijah vera tucker to the raiders at 17 and it makes a ton of sense he can play tackle he can play guard he's a mauler in the run game Uh, I fully expect, as of right now, for that to be the pick when we get to the first night of the draft.
1: Me too. I think Vegas is telling us. They're telling us exactly what's going to happen. I like Mm -hmm. when that happens, too. Um, Yes. All right, so some other prop bets that I like, Marcus, and you can either comment on these or throw in some that you like as well. But So so Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, the Patriots are at plus 700. He's a guy I could see slipping to 15. And as a Pats fan, I don't think I'd love it. I'd rather see them do something else. I don't know if I want them to draft Micah Parsons, but it seems like a Belichick kind of pick. A guy that projects as a top 10 talent that falls to him at 15. So at plus 700, I think a you know, small wager on that one makes some sense. Also, the Patriots to draft Justin Fields at plus 1800 is kind of a good number because it, that's the dream. If it comes true and they move up to, say, number nine to get Fields, if he slips to the Broncos spot at number nine or something, I, yep. I like 1800 for the Pats if, if they're in love with Justin Fields, but you never know. And then another one. Najee Harris. I know there's some there's some hype around Harris getting drafted in the middle of the first round, but the Bucks at plus 1700. I just Harris at number 32 to the Bucks <clears throat> makes some sense. I know Luke Easterling has mocked them probably because he's a Bucks fan. Let's, let's be honest, he's a Bucks fan, so he's yes, mocking Najee yes. Harris to his team. Uh, but the Bucks at number 32 plus 1700. You sprinkle a little bit, you could make some money there. So those are some prop bets that I'm looking at. But Marcus, I don't pull the trigger until you tell me it's a good idea. <laughs> so what do you think about those? And maybe you got anything else?
3: Yeah. Well, so let's start with Najee Harris. I don't think he gets that to that pick at Tampa Bay. I think there's too many teams that could potentially draft him starting with the dolphins at 18, the Steelers at 24, uh, Jacksonville drafting at 25. So I think that's kind of her, his range. And then on top of that, Tampa Bay signed Giovanni Bernard today. Uh, they've got enough guys in that Good backfield. Now with, that was with
1: that was yep, yep.
3: Yep. And Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. But, could I see it? I think it's a possibility if you were to get there. And then again, Justin Fields at 18 to 1 to go to New England. I absolutely love that. You know that Bill Belichick is not going into the season with Cam Newton being his only quarterback. Again, they're going to be aggressive. They've got a ton of draft capital. And if Fields gets outside the top seven or eight picks, I think that's when it becomes very realistic that Belichick goes up and gets his guy. So At 18-1, I think that's a good bet to sprinkle a few dollars off.
1: Well, there it is. How'd you like the mock draft breather? I had fun with that. That was great, Mark. Yeah, that's fun. Betting's always fun. We always like to
3: make money, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll do more of that next week. We'll catch you then.